I hate you people. Hello? Why? Oh, sorry. Unless she watches the show, she can come back. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Jamel. You just going to kick out my cousin like that? I, that was that was supposed to happen a little earlier. My God bad. damn. Golly. Let me text her. Golly. He's going to kick my cousin out. That's, that's oh, that's light-skinned. It is to a, a different level. Devin, are you feeling better? Oh, yeah, I'm all good. Negative? Yes, a positive. Fantastic. Wait, Fantastic. wait, what? Wait a minute. Positive that I'm negative. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I was like, wait, did that come out right? Oh, man. I'm all good. <laughs> I'm good. You're the one with the vid being in people's faces. In, uh, I tested negative twice okay because i tested right. myself over the weekend because okay. yeah like yeah mm-mm, i don't have it okay are you watching the game uh austin cleveland it's not but is it it's not it's on, in, it's on it's, espn i'm about to say it's not nba on tnt i got ES, nba stuff to ask on the pod though i do have to ask that a question so we have a lot to talk about actually oh okay 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 well let's go ahead yeah. and get into it yes Okay. I, t- I uh, this is not a further show. Well, y'all already got y'all's Black Panther tickets. Oh yeah. Yes. So like, I have been doing like a Jawan thing of not watching stuff, and then mm. like my homeboy texts me like, "Don't watch the trailer because it'll reveal who Black Panther is." Oh and, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, okay. And I had been doing a good job of not paying attention, and then I don't know what sporting event I was watching. Probably. It doesn't matter. I was getting blown out at the time, and I looked up, and I, and I was like, oh, now I know who it is. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I kind of wish they didn't. I, I wish they didn't show that. See, right. Like, why did you have to have put that in the trailer? That. Don't include that. Like, just let okay. us let us find out. See, that's why. And y'all know why they'll do it, because I still <laughs> haven't watched, like, mm-hmm. the, um, the oh, I don't know who it is. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I had only watched that first one that they released that was really Same. emotional. We're all, yeah, we're all used. Yeah, the emotional one did not show who, who <clears throat> right. it was. Mm-hmm. But the second one, it's like, oh, it's obvious. Hey, right here. I mean, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm just right. yeah, but no, it was. I was just like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, like, right. I said, like I said, the only thing I know is who the alleged villain is because i don't even i don't oh, think yeah. it, i don't think that that person is actually a villain and mm. and uh, and kind I of an idea the and villain got, is mexican and like oh, my latino friends are excited right and i know kind of maybe how black panther is in it that's all i know hopefully i stay that way on uh, until next episode. mexican jason momoa well, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much yeah yeah yes actually yes mm-hmm. yeah okay. I, I gathered that much Right. Welcome to the Edit It Out podcast, where we always leave it in. I am your host, Jawan, and with me, as usual, are my dear brother and sister. I always start ladies first. Jamil, how are you doing tonight, young lady? Child, I'm tired. <laughs> really? Long I'm week? tired. Long it's, half it's week? Been, it's been a long half week. I've been up since four o'clock this morning. Wow. Uh, oh, I'm lying. Five. Um, mm. 
but I'm, I'm a little tired, uh, but I'm here, blessed, highly favored, ready to do this, ready to chat with y'all, and uh, yeah, we got a lot to go, so let's do this. Okay, fantastic. Well, we're glad that you're here. I know Devin needed um, some rest, so Devin, how are you doing tonight, sir? I am perfectly uh, okay. Are you glad that he asked you? Right, right. That's what I was like, what am I supposed to say? I'm glad you asked. I didn't think you'd ask me. <laughs> uh, I forgot in my hastiness to be so exhausted yesterday that this is Survivor night, so I'm missing Survivor for you fans. Uh, and I'm also missing Abbott Elementary. So Right, yeah. so that makes that lets y'all know. Yeah, I when love y'all you. were like, let's record let's record on Wednesday, I was like, Okay. Right. Wait, you, I, you I said you watch the NBA. Yeah. I watch I have things to watch every every day. Okay. Really? I don't think uh, Tuesdays I have anything. NBA on TNT? I like to see Shaq and all of them. Yeah, that's true. I didn't really count that as a TV show, but I guess that That's fair. Good. That is very fair. Yeah. But, yeah. Speaking well, of the NBA, right. uh, our, right uh, our Nia Long boyfriend is about to get a new job out here in these streets. Uh, uh, well, well, and and you know who with? I knew about this. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> yes. Look at you. Because... Steve Kerr, that uh, white man. Got we know fired. who Steve Kerr is, you are. <laughs> uh, t- to be fair. Uh, Steve Kerr, who used to play for the Chicago Bulls back when Michael Jordan was in his prime. Is that right? Okay, so you're yeah. right and wrong yeah. at the same time. Okay, okay. So I, Steve I Kerr is a coach. Okay. Yeah. He, he coaches Golden State. Yes. He did play with Michael Jordan, but that mm-hmm. is not the coach that got fired. That's not the coach that got fired? No, he Steve did not Nash. Steve Nash. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Two white Damn. men. Two short white men <laughs> I, that can shoot three pointers. I was halfway there. I'll, You're I'll, close. I'll get a half. Steve a point. Kerr is dope though. I do like right. him. Right, right, but yeah, and he he fights for uh the people. He's for he the absolutely culture. does. He absolutely does, and he he fights against like gun violence and shit too. Right. Like, he's pretty. He's just cool. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's um, a lot of cool white men in the NBA. Adam Silver. Uh, let Greg me tell Popovich. you, I thought. Adam Silver was like just light skinned for the longest. Really? Mm-hmm. I think he was the nose. I don't know. <laughs> he does look like a, a anime character to me. He looks like Slugworth. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Not the Johnny Depp one, the original. Then we went over this. We went over this. He has not seen that one. We probably. Oh. I think I got to put it on the list. Okay. Well, right. yeah, he's in that. But yeah, he looks just like Slugworth. Uh, listeners, we'll do like a side by side, and you will see what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, right on. Okay. Uh, so yeah, but think? Emma Udoka is gonna be taking the place of Steve Nash for the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets. Now, is that mm-hmm. actually confirmed, or is that still like this? This it's in talks. Talks. rumor. They are in, in talks. talks. Like, because okay. Boston, they got they got a new they got Emma Udoka light for their mm-hmm. coach now. Something I never seen before, but mm-hmm. create a player from 2K. But yeah, so he's getting another chance, and now he has another chance to fuck a owner's wife in Brooklyn. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and as long oh, as oh, that's who he was smashing. Allegedly, no. we don't know. Oh, we don't oh, want to get to. Yeah, they never, never really came out, did it? it right. It, it, I think it was leaked who it was, but not in relation in her relation mm-hmm. to the team, but not allegedly like, as it was the owner's wife. The it, white woman. So wait a minute. The owner is a the owner is a Mormon. Uh, for the Celtics. Yes. I don't know. Cause the I uh, supposedly like the um the woman is like some kind of Mormon woman. Oh, I, oh, that, uh, I, I have no idea. There were so many rumors on who the woman was, but mm, yeah, it was a, a bunch of women of that they said that just wasn't alleged, alleged, was. alleged. So right, I okay. will say, however, if you are 
a member of the Brooklyn Nets, you can say anti-Semitic things or promote anti-Semitic things on your. Isn't on Kyrie your, like de- dedicating like five hundred thousand or something? I just so got like, that news banner right before we came on, but yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I didn't I see that. Putting, so he's. I was putting so, the girls to sleep, and I was like, "Oh, really?" So hey, you gotta, you gotta. You got to quiet this noise about all this hating of Jews because you know what they did to Kanye. So he's like, look, <laughs> I love everybody. I was he's trying to be like, the world is flat. I'm the smartest man in it. But, you know, mm-hmm. he's, di- he's doing a terrible job. Right, right, right. So, mm, so he's got to you a Ky- Do you know anything about Kyrie, Juwan? I know that he believes the earth is flat. He's an anti-vaxxer, and he didn't play for like two years or a year and a half because basically, of those things. That's basically that's, that's that's pretty that's good. All true. Yeah. Those are all true statements. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that is a great summation of uh, him as a whole. Oh, mm. uh, fellas, let's go ahead and have a small um, uh, moment of silence for takeoff. Yes. Nigga, uh, yes. Real moment of silence. Yes. All right, that's enough. Right. So, I couldn't even do it because I that was amigos. No, that was sad, man. That right. was sad and crazy. Like the mm-hmm. like the word around the campfire. Again, this is allegedly this is something that was released by the management as a statement that it was uh, due to like stray bullet or mm-hmm. a, a stray bullet. But he situation. got hit three times. Yeah. Okay. He I was hit three times. Mm-hmm. Coroner's uh, coroner's report came out. Which I don't I know how that a, got released, but the coroner's report came out. Yeah, I heard there's a video of Quavo like finding out and like breaking down and like because he was but, there. Yeah, and I don't there. like. I don't, but I didn't. I didn't like, want to see you it. Filming that. I don't. Yeah, I saw like two seconds of it and I was like, I'm not watching this. I, I don't want to see. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And then you, you saw there's actually video of him getting shot. I was like, I'm not oh, watching oh, that. Oh yeah. See, I saw the PNB rock one. And that was rough. So yeah, I, had to, I didn't with, look for um, the takeoff one. The one with the uh, Quavo where he's crying. Like, you see him, like, right next to takeoff. And you see, like, takeoff, like, lying there in a pool of, you know. Oh, wow. It's all bad. Yeah. I, I saw, like, I was scrolling and I saw that. I was just like, I no. Mm. I reported oh. it and everything. Because, like, that's just not, no. That's wild. I, don't, I hate when you see videos like that. I don't like mm. to see people's last moments. But, yeah, I don't like to see that. So yeah, but rest in peace to take um he was the well he was the quietest and coolest dude in Migos. Well hold on now, Offset is the best member of Migos. You think so? Mm -hmm. Uh, Minus his women his his women choice. I don't like any of them. I don't like. I mean, well, I mean, I didn't say I don't like anybody. I I like all of them. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with any of them. I don't not mind any of them. I think they're all cool. But yeah, Takeoff was like the quiet one kind of you know. Yeah. Maybe not quiet, but low key. Mm. Right. I feel like quiet. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, 28 years old, man. Too young. So, 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 so sad. So sad. And um, yeah, our hearts and our prayers and our thoughts and our condolences go out to take off and all of his family and Mm. everybody that um, all of his loved ones. Uh, I hope he didn't have kids. I hope he didn't have kids. Let me look that up. I'll be. He's a rapper. He definitely. I know. That's why I said I hope. But um, I'm sure he does. Well, he was young. But I mean, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, He's been raw dogging uh, women for the longest he should. Uh, I would like to say he that, does not. Uh, he doesn't. Wow. He does not. That's yeah. surprising. Yeah, Devin out here promoting stereotypes mm. against. I definitely was. Your mm. child is ass out here right. Types against I'm, black men. I apologize, sir. I will say, um, I'm off the basketball bandwagon too. It, those first eight games of the season was good. 
But now I'm officially watching for the draft. Uh, Jamel, would you like to give your thoughts on the the two players that I want for the Magic to draft? One nigger is named <gasps> Hardy. Are he's a Frenchman, <laughs> but his name you? is <laughs> right. <laughs> his his name is Victor Wimbemyama. He is a Frenchman. Oh. Okay. So and the other one is Scoot Henderson. Bonjour. Either one of them would be lovely on the Orlando Magic next year because I'm out. We're one and seven. I'm out. Mm. I did have a wonder sports question to ask you, Devin. Are you still following baseball? Because I heard the Philadelphia Phillies are going out of the way. Do you support that? No, I don't because they are in the Braves division and are the team that took the Braves out of the postseason. And mm. I am devastated but by that. the Astros cheaters? Yes, but here's the thing. We <laughs> beat them last year, so yes, I'm okay but. with that. If the team that wins is in my division, it makes it makes me look bad. So I'm going for cheaters all the way. Oh, one last thing. Uh, Juwan, the streets yes. are a little bit mad at you. Mad at me? What the fuck do mm-hmm. do? You told me I needed to put makeup on. No, I didn't oh. say that you needed to put makeup on. But I said was... I've been getting a lot of DMs like, oh my God, that nigga was not right. Right. What I said was that you did not put your foundation foundation on, which is kind of the same thing. I'm like, I I know I'm not, but what's the difference? There is none, Devin. There is none. Listen, I give my, look, I give my Twitter handle out here every episode. If y'all have something to say about Juwan, the DMs are open, okay? Mm-hmm. And Jamel knows I love her, so. She Not loves me with makeup on. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that was rough. But one, <laughs> but one last thing. Um, Jamel, Can you, you tell po- we don't want to talk about this damn episode? Go ahead. Oh, my. Well, I, I, what were you going to say? He posted in the um you posted in the uh, other group about who will win in the fight. Since we <gasps> yes. don't have any more House of the Dragon and Game Game of Thrones content for two years. So it was between Jon Snow, um Damon Targaryen, uh Amon, bitch ass Targaryen, um who was this nigga I forgot his name was? Um, Dario. Dario Naharis and Jamie Lannister. So mm-hmm. Uh, is this crippled Jamie or two hand Jamie and no dragons? Okay, this is my logic. If we do it by rounds, I will say that Jon Snow versus Damon, Jon Snow wins. Jon Snow is Jon Snow is nasty. Mm-hmm. Then we move on from Jon Snow to Dario Naharis. He is also nasty. Um, I would say Dario wins. Mm-hmm. Then. Okay. And then Dario and Jamie, Jamie wins. Jamie was a cold-ass motherfucker with two hands. But Jamie kind of fights fair. So Damon is going to take Jamie. Jamie and John both t- fight fair. Yes. So I'll put the winner. The winner takes all. I'll put on Damon Targaryen. Now, there are two good fighters that they also did mention. Grey Worm. Yeah, true. And um, Bronn. Yeah, true. And then and Bronn fights dirty. Bron fights dirty too, so he he and Damon that would be a good ass fight right there. I'm yes. going with I'm going with Dario and uh, Jamie as my top two, and I don't know. Yeah, who Jamie was a cold motherfucker, man. Also, uh, how are y'all being uh, sexist and not putting my girl Brienne in that? Uh, or Arya? Or Arya? 
Well, yeah, Arya, see, and I love Arya. Well, you know, Arya sneak. Arya, she she's sneaky though. She was, you know, she sneaky. Yeah, she tech. was. She wasn't really a sword. Or Oberyn. Well, she did sword just a bit. Mm. Yeah. No, well, Oberyn. Oberyn, no. Oberyn talks about shit. He but he would have See, he won. He just lost at the same time. He was touchdown dancing before the end zone. Right. So he he probably would have won. He could probably beat everybody ass as long as he down about that business and not. You know, celebrating. But I've never seen him. Well, then again, I've never seen. Um, Cause he beat Grey the Worm. I've never seen Grey Worm with the with a sword. But right. yeah, Grey Worm and Oberyn they do spears. Mm-hmm. Which of course shuffles. the brown, of course the brown people. Remember in Spartacus, there was a uh, um, who had the spear, the gay dude. Oh, um, Barker. Uh, yeah, yeah, Barker. But it was the other one too. Barker. Nice, but did the white one have a spear? The white one. Which white one? The, I, it was only one white one. He had a he, his boyfriend was um was brown. And it was, oh, it was the only... one with the afro. Petros wasn't wasn't a fighter though. Yeah, mm. he was just kind of like yeah mm. yeah. You talk about in the fight. prequel, his boyfriend. I don't remember. I don't remember which which um, they all kind of run out. Right. Okay. But anyway, I need to go back and watch Spartacus. I love that show. But. Anyway, um, we got to go ahead and get into it because what we are really here for is Atlanta, season four, episode oh. eight, The Goof Who Sat by the Door. <laughs> Written by Francesca Sloan and Karen Joseph Atcott, directed by one Donald Glover. Let's just go ahead and get into overall thoughts about the episode, uh, starting with you, Jamil. I thought we were done with these one-off shits. <laughs> I, I, I thought we were done. We have three episodes left of Atlanta, the series. Mm. I don't want to see any more of these fucking vignettes. I mm. want to get back to my core four, okay? Mm. I had a lot of laughs with this goofy episode, and I'm a, you know, we can get into it. I, I was not a fan of this episode, but, I mean, there were funny parts. Were there? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, there were because I mean, like, if you listen to the streets, like, especially in the '90s, everybody thought Goofy and like a Goofy movie was really black. But like, right. um, so I mean, I appreciated that, but like, I'm tired of these fucking vignettes. Okay, get. But I want to see my core four. Okay, fairness, we don't have long with them. In fairness, we this was the only one. I know. With the exception, and that's too many. <laughs> But um, Devin, since you just came fresh off of watching it, and you as a person that enjoyed this um season so far, even not having um watched it in the first two seasons and hated season three, how do you come out for this episode? They snatched a losing episode right from the jaws of victory. How can you talk about my favorite fucking movie? Oh wow. Love a goofy movie. I can say nearly every single line in that movie. The only reason I know who Tevin Campbell is is because of Powerline. Oh I know god. each one of those songs. Oh my, eye to eye. Oh my god, doing the perfect cast. Oh my, I love that movie. And the fact that they made an episode boring about a goofy movie shows that this show is shitty. Wow. Oof. Wow. Wow, that's the Juwan, how much did you love it? I love this fucking episode. I knew it. I knew oh it. Now, honestly, I, 
I did not get a chance to um get a chance to watch on uh, Thursday when it came out because I first first off I forgot then Friday got away from me and of course I had to transition to um, new roles so I only got a chance to watch it like on Monday evening and my wife she did watch it on Thursday and she said that that was the saddest episode of Atlanta that she saw and then I was watching and when I was like okay this must be either groundbreaking you know why I was sad is because they wasted forty it felt like. An hour of my time watching this shit. <laughs> it wasn't long like this. It, so it, about it went on too long. It went yeah. on too long. Right. Like I'm like, first, why is this episode still minutes, on? The first like 20 minutes was hilarious. And then after a while, I'm just like, okay, all right. I'm just watching this just to watch it now. Yeah, yeah. Because like the things and the commentary that they did have, um, I loved. But like after a while, I'm just like, okay, all right. Y- y'all are the, the shark, mm-hmm. you're jumping it. <laughs> I love a, let me reiterate I love a goofy movie mm-hmm. well that was one of my questions so we'll get we'll just go ahead and get into it but again I loved it I found it hilarious you know in the references they were making now, now do y'all do y'all like a goofy movie because I'd rather yeah. talk about that if y'all would want to but go we'll ahead we'll get into it a little later so of course, um, the episode is presented as a documentary airing on um, BAN, um, what is it, Black America Network, which we Black have American not. Black American Network. Yes, which, Devin, you don't know this, but we haven't seen that in, uh, since season one. I knew that. <laughs> a documentary named The Goofy Set by the Door, the Thomas Washington Story. The 1990s were a golden era for the Walt Disney Company. The Little Mermaid revived the company from the edge of bankruptcy. Beauty and the Beast earned a Best Picture nomination, and The Lion King broke box office records worldwide. But the reality, just miles away, was no fairy tale. In 1992, a state jury acquitted four LAPD officers on almost all charges in the beating of Roddy G. King. The response was anger, fire, chaos, massive citywide destruction. It was a pivotal moment for black culture in the 90s. But it's a little known fact that another cultural milestone emerged from that fateful day. It's a story so unbelievable. It could only happen in Hollywood. How did this young, black, unassuming animator from East Atlanta wind up as the CEO of Disney at the company's most powerful moment in time? And of course, it is a reference to the novel and movie, The Spook Who Sat By The Door, about a fictional black CIA agent who turned against the CIA. Jamel knew that. I'm sure you didn't. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, is this an episode of Snowfall? <laughs> I do want to point out that the documentary is hosted by Jenna Wortham, who is the host of the Steel Processing Podcast. So I found that to be um, pretty cool that, um, that she got some screen time. It goes over some of the early parts of Thomas Washington's life. Of his early, well, he was picked on by badass neighbor kids and his cousin apparently for drawing Astro Boy comics, getting called white. Not unlike the creator of this show, Donald Glover, which is a message I feel like. Mm. 
But I will ask you all, and we may have gone over this on a previous episode, but uh, what did y'all used to get picked on for back in the day? Or did y'all have any um, things that got your blackness chal- uh, challenged for? Back all the, the time. All the mm-hmm. time. Like what things, though? Well, my freckles. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm um, pretty sure I've told you some, several of the insults that I've Yeah, well, okay, I remember that. that. Yeah. Um, I was tall. Mm-hmm. And light skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or black. Right. Too. Yeah. Right. If it, wasn't, if, it, if it wasn't black people making fun of me, then it was white people because I was black. But, mm. yeah. So, yeah. And I got big feet. So. Hey. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, uh, I just got I just got fed. Mm. But I mean, much, there are only that's like pretty much the, it. after a while, it's probably like an old bag. Like I feel like you've oh, been no, like I I've heard. Back. I also have gotten the uh, not black enough by my black friends. Like because mm, really? I talk. Is it because you liked white girls? N- not even that because I talk proper and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Oh yeah, I got that yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mostly me. I was like I was pretty nerdy, and I was, of course I'm still and you got called the N word. <laughs> Every day, no, not where I live. I mean, by black people, nigga. But um, oh well, okay. <laughs> but um, no, it was like I was like in the computers, and I used to draw uh, back in the day, and also I was one of those early MTV uh, adopter kids back in living in the hood. So I was, so I was one that was listening to Nirvana and uh, Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses. My mom would not let me shit. listen to them. Well, well, you weren't allowed to listen to secular music, or they just thought it was of the devil. No, 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 no. They were. They, I was fine listening, having me listen to secular music. They didn't like me listening to white folks' music. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Okay, mm-hmm. like Nirvana, Beck, Aerosmith. Um, what was some uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like all of them, like those mm-hmm. popular songs. I probably don't know, or have only heard clips. Because like if I'd watch like MTV and it would be like 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 some white rock group, my mom be like, no, where's BET? <laughs> you know what? I can actually I can definitely picture that and imagine that for you for you. Like mm-hmm. that's why you so damn militant because you was a lot around the white shit. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. That's a good reason. Yes. So I so Thomas gets himself about art school, um, SCAD, which is in Savannah, and he's inspired by a racist speech given by Disney exec. Art Babbitt was a big name in Disney animation for a time. As an animator in the 30s and 40s, he racked up a lot of credits and enemies. But he was most well known for developing the character of Goofy. He came to SCAD, he spoke. Now, Thomas really gravitated to him. He became obsessed. Art describes Goofy. He says, think of the goof as a composite of an everlasting optimist, a gullible good Samaritan, uh, a half-wit, a shiftless, good-natured colored boy, and a hick. He is loose-jointed and gangly, but not rubbery. He can move fast if he has to, but would rather avoid overexertion. So he takes what seems the easiest way. Thomas used this text as the center of a piece, 
of a series he called Goofy, Please. And that inspires him to make a cartoon about Prince sitting on the moon singing about his daddy or some shit like that. That was so weird. That was pretty weird. Now, the speech was given by Art Babbitt, which allegedly is a real speech. And it is just as racist. Now, I could, but unfortunately, I could, I could only, I'll put it in the show notes, but I was able to find the reference for um, the speech that he gave. And also, Jamel probably knows this, but Walt Disney himself was a reported racist and a strong anti Semite, Mm -hmm. which we do not support on the Edited Out podcast. I've never understood the hate that Jews get, but I don't get it. I never understood it, but go ahead. Me neither. But um, in the 1992 riots after the um, beating of um, Rodney King inspired mm-hmm. Thomas to be a radical filmmaker, and he did want to ride, but his mama said, you better ride with those colored pencils. <laughs> True. Which, which, exactly. That sounds like some black mama stuff. <laughs> And I want to ask Jamel here because, like, later on, of course, he goes on, he gets married, and he becomes a young animator, but he's broke. But he was out here, his wife was saying that if they can afford something, he was just going to draw it. He, coffee maker, a VCR, it can be you, right? It can be you. No, no. <laughs> listen, I mean, listen, here's the thing. Like, if you have a legitimate, stable job mm. that is bring it you know that is you know helping in with the family income and all of that and you also draw mm-hmm. perfectly fine perfectly mm-hmm. fine even if you want to make a career out of that you know mm-hmm. you're, you're working your job and you're still trying to do the, the hustle or, or even make your side hustle your main hustle mm-hmm. i'm there for that mm-hmm. so this was um Jenna, I'm sorry, Jenna, she goes on to explain Thomas's inspirations in the um, the, um, mid-90s where black men's images were in a transitional period because we had portrayals, like one end of the portrayal being like men on film. Now I'd like to talk about a film I've been anxiously waiting to see, Great Balls of Fire. (laughs) I ain't gonna touch it. But the title alone gets two snaps up. Which was a lampoon of gay men, of course, reviewing film. And then, of course, we have men wearing dresses in some shows, things of that nature. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have New Jack City or Menace to Society. I feel sorry for your mother. What you say about my mama? You feel sorry for who? I don't want any trouble. Just get out. What the fuck you say about my mom? I don't want any trouble. Just get out. You talking you shit. Every time I come in this motherfucker, you got so insane. Hey, where the motherfucking video tape? Give me the motherfucking video. Stop bring your give me the motherfucking video tape right now. Hey nigga, hey, clean this cash register. Come on. Shut up. With hypermasculine portrayals of um black men on film. So I'm Miss Society, which one is that one? That's what I, and actually, Devin, wake up for this one because I want to know: Have you? I'm, yeah, I've tuned in. I just had to handle some business. I'm, 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 I'm focused. No, no, he's he's about to ask you a question, nigga. Yes. He's oh, focused. okay. I'm, so, I know you've seen New Jack City, right? Of course. Sit your five dollar ass down for I'm change. Amen. And Minnesota Society. I want to shoot you so bad, my dick is hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is not that movie. <laughs> that's but that not, is New Jack, Jack City. City. No, I know. That's what, oh, yeah, I haven't seen I don't know if I've seen Menace to Society. Menace to Society was the one about what you say about my mama, the real that's one. That's Old Dog. Not, not Don't Be a Menace. Oh, yeah, I've only old seen Old Dog with Lorenz Tate. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Lorenz Tate Ooh. was ruthless in that movie. You know what? That's going up the list, Jamil. He has us. He has to see you. We got to make him watch me. Honestly, I've only seen it like maybe once. So okay. I'm fine to do it. Okay, we that's definitely going back on the list, going All up right. to, on the list. Okay. I may have seen it. And I don't forget, don't remember it, but to my it's one of my fa- it's one I've of seen my Don't favorites. be a minute to South Central while drinking okay. your juice in the hood. Yep. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, I've seen that. Damn. So. New revival tree of life, <laughs> institutional double rock on the side of the road to Jericho Missionary Baptist Church of Zion. Mm. Mount so, <laughs> so he gets appointed as CEO of the Walt Disney Corporation by accident because white people didn't double check the paperwork. They- it's not like an honest mistake that we could sweep under the rug, but. After Beauty and the Beast, there were a lot of eyes on us. We tried to handle it smoothly, but Thomas held our feet to the fire. So because of this, you know, behind closed door, boys club handshake, Disney is now in radical new territory, but entirely by default. So you have this young animator, this young black animator who comes into this company, all of a sudden has a ton of power at a hugely culturally significant moment. And he wants to do something with it. He wants to prove himself. This cat was on my line with some foolishness talking about he's the CEO of Disney. I was I was crying and laughing. <laughs> and then, you know, he took me to his office and people was like greeting him. They thought they were hiring one a white man named Tom Washington, but that white man was named Thompson, not Thomas. So, and they have some kind of handshake situation where, you know, we got to let this nigger be in charge at least for a year. You know, like we did, I'll shake on it. Um, that was, it was funny. It was so bad. After the riots, <laughs> it was going to look real bad. Right. Now, I, I want to pause at this point because I didn't have this by notes, but talk about how this particular actor who's portraying Thomas, how he looks. This like nigga. Like I'm, I was about to say, like Juwan. You look like Juwan. Really, nigga. I thought about that too. I definitely I thought this you. was Juwan's dad. You, first of all, fuck both of y'all. I don't. <laughs> I really did. I'm like, I can't believe she thought that. Especially when he too. did the lean like this, I was right. like, Is that Juwan? You know what I give you? I give you that because I do be doing that shit. I know <laughs> you do. Golly, that's crazy that we both thought that. That is wild. I definitely. I, I, I was looking. I'm looking at a still right now. I'm like Juwan. <laughs> What I was going to it say, make sense. he didn't have a goofiest look about him, and that's All why that I asked him. So, oh. so y'all basically say I look like Goofy, the dog. You said it, we didn't. Okay. Actually, oh no, I didn't. I was actually kind of offended by that, like that that uh, they made Goofy like be a nigga. You, you talking about like in general? That? Yeah, because they were like describing Goofy, and then they were like saying he was stupid and slow and all this well, other stuff. I'm like, let's well, get into it. They let's never. Play. Yeah, what? let's 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 talk about it. Go ahead. Well, let me like, just that make past- him a nigga, cause I know plenty of articulate niggas. Well, they did say, cause Thomas does say, you know, you know, Goofy a nigga, right? You know he a nigga. But so he decides to make the blackest movie of all time, which will tackle all subject matters in black culture, called a Goofy movie. And so let's go ahead and get into what you were just uh, alluding to, Devin. Have y'all ever heard about the theory 
of Goofy being seen as a black character. Jamil already answered that that she has heard about it. No, I, I haven't. But you, so you have not heard no. this at all. No. Yeah, the streets used to say, "Oh yeah, you know, Goofy's black." Yeah, I especially and especially when a Goofy movie came out, there was like that movie was made for black people. Now that you actually say that, I did find another reference mm-hmm. that I would be putting in the show notes, and this was actually written in when the Goofy movie, like no, actually not when the Goofy movie came out, but it, I think it was like 2015. But I check it'll be in the show notes. Um, but it was written several years ago about the actual Goofy movie being called the blackest movie of all time for the fact that people felt like Goofy was a black character. And I've heard that since high school. Oh, yeah. Middle and, excuse me, middle yeah, I've and never heard that. about that. We pretty much claimed that movie. Right. I love, again, I love that movie. Ask and guess what? You're it. black. I appreciate that, Jamel. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question then, Devin. Mm-hmm. When you say that you love the Goofy movie, you don't identify it as being a black movie or assigning blackness to Goofy. What is it about it that you that you're drawn to it? Uh, I love the fact that uh, you know, as a kid, I was raised by my mom, so I love the fact that Goofy was you know trying to bond with his son. I didn't get much you know time with that as a youth. So I look to- towards that. Uh, the music, I said, I love Powerline. I know, you know who Tevin, Tevin Campbell was. Black. And mm. I, I loved his little, his friend, PJ. And, uh, Black ass name. What, what was her name? Roxanne? Mm-hmm. Black yep. ass name. Yeah, Roxanne. And then her friend, yo, Stacy, talk to me, black. talk to me, talk to me, that, baby. All of these things so, you're saying. Everything you said sounds, sounds black. So black. I didn't even, I mean, I never, I guess, you know, I don't see color. And so I just watched it through my eyes. So, right. I mean, <laughs> Goofy is a dog, and uh, people that think he's a cow, you're dead to me. Mm. Uh, I definitely did think he was a cow at first. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, hear this nigga Tony saying he's a bull. He is a fucking dog. Well, I mean, honestly, if you look at okay, and here's the thing, because like I'm all tapped into Mickey Mouse now because I have two toddlers. So like, Goofy and Clarabelle were a mm. thing. I know y'all that's remember Clarabelle. That's, yes, that is the cow. That's, that's his old lady. Yes. You're Goofy right, right, right. and Clarabelle are cows. No, 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 no. He presents more as a cow on like the little kid shows. That's just because you're from Texas, Longhorns. I get it. No, no, nigga, no, 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 no. This nigga's a dog. Let us know what you think. This nigga I is haven't a done dog. a poll in a long time, so I, it'll be the poll because I haven't done one in a while. Yeah, I, <laughs> he's a I, dog, kind of like Pluto's a dog, but like Pluto's which is, like which the, was interesting because you know that's, that's, what, oh, that's they're gonna yeah. you you want to get you want to go ahead and get into yeah let's go ahead and get into that because that's what they do talk about in this episode that. The imagery of Mickey Mouse, who Thomas at one point did say that that's the white boy, was dragging Pluto, uh, the doll, and why is he dragging him around like that? First day, he took us all into a room that we call the stock room, which is where everybody hangs out before we get to work. And he shows us a frame of animation of Goofy in Mickey's trailer. And uh, Mickey has Pluto on a leash. And it gets real quiet. And uh, Washington goes, why is Goofy letting Mickey do that? And, you know, we're all confused. We're just looking at each other. And, and Charlie goes, what do you mean, sir? And Washington goes, Goofy's a dog. 
and Pluto's a dog. So why is he letting Mickey do that to one of his own? In the context of this episode, if we're assigning blackness to Goofy, that is some racist ass imagery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I think in the particular context, you can say, um, well, Mickey could be seen as a white boy. And I do remember in the Goofy movie, um, your favorite, one of your favorite movies, Devin, I was actually watching it a little earlier, to, earlier today. And I got halfway through. I didn't finish it. But one of the parts I got into it was when Goofy and his son, they were in like, I, I think they were in the country or something. Oh, right? no. Or some animatronic. Yeah. And they was like, yee-haw, yee-haw. Don't you want to get hung by a tree? Hung, hung from a tree. <laughs> Don't you want to be hanging from a tree? Uh-huh. We're mighty glad to see you in the park is always free. That was a line in the Goofy movie. Now, and again, I'm watching the Goofy movie after the context of this episode, and I'm wondering why in this this Disney cartoon, which the history of Disney, and you're speaking to characters that we have been assigned blackness from before, I'm looking at a different context because you're basically saying this movie like, don't you want to get hung by a tree singing to these dogs? And yeah, I, that does sound pretty And I may, be, and I may be getting so deep. I know how Jamel says I talk too much, but that shit was some fucked up shit to me. <laughs> in the, in the Jamel, you said she need to put on makeup. She said you talk too much. Yo, he, yo, he, 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 heard, he heard us talk <laughs> about that. He heard us say that last week. And he, he was is just hunk. like, Ooh, he ain't it's, like that. It's on his places. I like that. It is on but, his places. But, but watching that in the context of this episode made me feel some kind of way. See, I guess the thing is with me, like watching Goofy before a Goofy movie, before mm-hmm. the movie, I never considered Goofy to be black. Right. I just didn't, I didn't assign him as black or anything like that. I just saw him as like a country bumpkin. Mm-hmm. The country bumpkin <laughs> character. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and that, that doesn't really scream black to me. And I'm from Texas. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I, so it didn't like raise any damn right I hook him but it didn't <laughs> raise like a single red flag to me I was just like that's just that's just Mickey's country friend so it was interesting so when the Goofy movie came out like I was like this movie is black as hell right right like they made everything about it black which is which in context makes the um this episode pretty funny that like other people picked up on it too i didn't know i would i thought i might have been the only person to to pick up on that but like no so i mean uh yeah but as far as like goofy being black i never really like subscribed to that but it does give a different context to some imagery of goofy the actual imagery that walt disney company has put out about goofy that whole watermelon shit that's real Goofy eating watermelon like that. Goofy having this walk about him slouching around and him being goofy, dumb, Mm -hmm. you know, shiftless. Mm -hmm. That does put it all into a different context. (laughs) Gorsh. That was a good good one, Jimmy. I have to do it all the time because the girls love it. Have they seen a Goofy movie? Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're... They're not really paying attention, right? It's like they don't get the plot and stuff. They just listen for music. Maybe like yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. They've sat through Mm -hmm. maybe like ten minutes of it, Mm -hmm. but yeah. When they get older, we'll definitely watch it because um, Trey loves that movie. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, she had them all. 
That's but, why he's my best friend. I be trying to tell y'all this. So yeah, just a couple of uh, I just want to get past a couple of funny scenes. Thought what I thought was funny scenes when the white mm-hmm. when the uh, white boy Tom was sent to the black cook- cookout and got his ass beat uh, for saying Bro, the wrong thing. That was funny. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> right. He it had to have been my know, nigga or something. Right. My nigga. Right. So, and that. Uh, of course, I mean, we already talked about how he thought Mickey was. He said Mickey was a white boy. Uh, he wanted the animators to draw dapping hands and this coon dance that he was doing. Like, look at my legs. Look at these knees. You see the arch- <laughs> knees? That was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I almost laughed at that. I did almost laugh. <laughs> Who ordered the right rice? Um, I, also, I didn't get that. When the white, whether it was a white man that went up there was with all these black folks. And, right. Harrison, and Harrison Ford for some fucking reason. Right, which, Sinbad which, and all them. Which took me out. When this nigga said Harrison Ford was up there, I fell the fuck out. <laughs> mm. Oh my god, you're right. He is a tall anthropomorphic dog. We knew yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always just associated him with Clarabelle, which meant you like You and Tony, cow- or I don't know where y'all get this cow bullshit from, but it oh. has got to be out of here. Okay, mm. proceed. Uh, so Sinbad, it was good to see Sinbad because I didn't right. know the nigga was still alive. Right. By the way, it doesn't <laughs> sound different now. He does sound. You know what? I don't want to talk about it because I don't know if the if that brother if it's his age or if, you know he's dealing with something. So I don't want to even. No, speculate. I'm just saying like because you know like well, I wouldn't even mean he it. He just like had a stroke sick. two years ago. Oh okay. See, that's yeah. why I didn't want to say anything. So he, sa- he sounded different. I'm yeah. like oh yeah. Because yeah, I don't know if it was like he always. Like on a different world, and like his voice, he was boisterous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was a comedian, so that was his job. I so uh, right. right. Ne- necessary roughness. Right. Have y'all seen that movie? I have. It is time to pass. <laughs> Jamel, that is a football movie. I'm surprised. In Texas, I'm surprised you have not seen that movie. I've seen. Little Put it Giants. on the list. It's um, of course, that's a that's a, one of the greatest movies of all time. But um. <laughs> What's the white boy, oh Steve Bakula? So, okay, so this uh, I'll do the aside in a little bit, but I definitely have an aside on kids' movies in a little bit. So we'll talk about that okay. soon. A couple more things. Brian McKnight uh, cameo. Brian McKnight was hilarious. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, you about to tell me how my <laughs> pussy work again? <laughs> Where did that come from? <gasps> you don't know? You haven't? You never heard of that? No. Okay. I just heard the P word, and I was like, whoa. I know what's going on at the end of this episode. Um, <laughs> you don't have to listen to that song. <laughs> and uh, song? Yes. yes the only thing show, I know about think, Brian McKnight is he, you, he sang to Gina for Martin when he finally proposed right. He yes. Damn, Gina. Crea- yes. He also created a song called Let Me Show You How Your P Word Works. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have am you heard not of the song joking. Let Me Show You How My P Word Works? But he ain't, you're not black. Go ahead. Who's that, Tony? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He was saying I'm a piece of shit for not knowing Brian McKnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've probably heard his songs before. Right? Yeah, of course. He was mm-hmm. in G- he was in Martin. He sang to Gina. Right. Right. Damn, and, Gina. And Tevin Campbell, who doesn't make a um, who who makes a musical cameo in song, but not, and you didn't know who he was, um, Devin. Uh, I did know who Tevin Campbell was. He sang to Ashley in Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I just mm-hmm. didn't know that was powerful. Happy birthday, Ashley. Right. He Honestly, just came out you know recently, what? right? 
Yes, yes he, did. he did come. He did right. uh, officially come out. Now I don't have to hate him for taking Ashley from me when I was a youngin. <laughs> he never <laughs> Which, by the anyway. way, since I did not watch a goofy movie until the day I did not know he was Powerline, I thought that was made up. That's, um, de- that's devastating. <laughs> that is devastating. You never heard Eye to Eye before today? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Jamel, what was your side about kids' movies? Okay. Um... I was actually doing this with Trey yesterday. We were like talking about our top five kids movies from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a we got five. Like episodes. cartoons not included. Kids movies that are not animated. Yeah. That, that ex- exit Toy Story and Pixar. That exit Pixar. Yeah, all the Pixar. Uh, like, but I mean, but I mean, like movies like when we were kids. So like nineties early. Little Giants. Um, a Little Princess. Matilda. Like, Princess Bride. Yeah. Oh, well, well, Matilda. Okay. Well, a little bit. Oh, yeah. You might hook. Be Nigga, yeah. the little hook. fat boy on hook was me all the time. <laughs> like, dad, let go. You on TV. Oh, oh he was so cute. Blank check. I like the blank <gasps> I check. About blank I check. Lo- that girl, she was a. She, that was problematic that she kissed this this five year old kid like that. And- there was another one that was kind of on that same um, Milk Money, I think was called. Milk Money, yeah. Milk. Yep. Was that a kids movie? Yeah. Oh I well, maybe movie. not. I don't think that was a kids movie. Home oh, Alone. You know what? Maybe not. Definitely Home Alone. Two. Home Alone. It takes two. Was um, can you count parents? Rap? I would say I yes. would say Big, but you know she raped that boy. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Big, <laughs> big is on the cusp. I don't know what Big is. It's from oh, the eighties. Have- I remember. Yeah. Well, it's too long to do. It takes two. I love that. Uh, Also, I already said the parent trap because Baby's Day Out. Yeah, Baby's Day. I forgot. Oh, and Trey's favorite kids movie is The Sandlot. Nigga, Uh, everybody loves The Sandlot. Everybody loves that. Is my nigga. And you know, I don't even like sports movies, but I do like. For Benny the Jet Rodriguez, he's the Colossus of Clouth. And honorable mention to the Mighty Ducks. Oh shit! All three of those. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, yeah, get Devin? Right. You gotta introduce yourself and then spit. Right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. God, I don't remember that. But yeah, like oh, the wow. Secret Man, Garden, a, a Little Mermaid. Uh, not a Little Mermaid, oh, but wait a, minute, um, a Little I Princess. One. I got one for uh, you. What, what you got? It never in a story. <gasps> Is that with the big ass dog? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. A but anyway, um, Thomas starts to lose his goofy black ass mind, and yeah, he was getting way too in the Matrix, right? Cause he, this nigga, pulls a full Damon Targaryen on his wife and child, yeah, you know, yeah raising yeah. his fist to both of them, and the Disney board offers him seventy five. Thousand? Oh no, it was seventy-five million mm-hmm. to get. To I'd have get, been gone. His son get. was just like, I'd have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have taken it. I yeah. would have taken it as well. Absolutely, Office Hill said if I mean get his black ass the fuck up out of them offices, mm-hmm. but he refuses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like if I am the CEO of Disney, mm-hmm. I probably would. I probably if you I, you gonna have to offer me some more because I know you got more than that. Right. And this is the CEO of this is Disney after the Lion King, by the way. Exactly. This is they're already billions of dollars, in, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. In the, and Thomas 
um, starts to believe he's goofy, even down to the, can you do the laugh? Yep. So he starts to get paranoid. Harris the Nation of Islam as security. Bro, when I saw the Nation of Islam, I <laughs> fell out. That was funny. I, I didn't laugh, but I, I do oh, think that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, this episode is going on forever. <laughs> it was a long episode. And apparently he's made some deals with gangs who wants shout outs in the um, movie. Now, I did not get to the end of that movie because I do know, I do know in the first part of the movie, they said something about, about um, Max being part of a gang or being a, a kid. No, that, that, that was just a misunderstanding, though, because like they thought he was the principal was calling him roguish and all that stuff because of the little concert they put on. But he wasn't actually in a gang. I'm just, the only thing I'm saying is that in the context of this episode. He's, he's going on the road to be a troublemaker. He's going to be a troublemaker, Mr. Goof. Right. Like, yeah, no, not that I remember. Okay. So the, he wants the end of the movie to be um, Goofy and Max finding Huey Newton's chair, which was fucking random, in a thrift store, and then getting killed by the. <gasps> Casper. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. The, with Christina Ritchie? Is that who? I was about to say, little white girl. Yes. Yes, yep. when, when, Wednesday Addams. Mm. She was Wednesday Addams. Was Wednesday yeah. Addams. And, she, and she's gonna be well. She's gonna be another in another good movie from childhood. Babe. Oh, Alice Family. Yeah. Yeah, Babe. Mm. Charlotte's Web. I saw Gordy mm-hmm. in the movie theater. Well, no, Charlotte's Web was that live action? Was there was when there Charlotte's live? Web? No, that was cartoon. No, that was that was cartoon. Was but I did love Charlotte's Web. Oh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Never oh, seen love that. that. I love that one. I love Yo, her. the cereal scene used to give me heart palpitations. The ant scene, it was an ant scene for me. <laughs> like, I've never, the, I gotta see that. They first saw the ant, that, that's what did it for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jumanji. Yeah. Look Jumanji who's talking, look who's yes. talking now is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. With Kirstie Alley and uh, the third see, one. See, the kids' movie, they was fucking and, in that movie. Oh, and Juwan should remember Problem Child. I love the Problem Child. I, is that Eddie Murphy? Problem Child. No, no, no. no, no. Pro- you think about Golden Child. Um, uh, okay. Problem yeah, Child was that. a little badass redheaded boy. That was a fucking serial killer. That nigga was a way. demon. Yeah, like he, he, he was babysat by a damn serial killer at one point. Mm-hmm. Like legitimate. Yeah, and the serial killer tried to give him back. Bro. <laughs> he got killed by a serial killer. That was mm-hmm. so bad. So, um, Put it in your list. So right. um, after um, finding out that he he wanted to end the movie by them getting killed by the police, those white people had enough and just said, "Yeah, hey, that would have been too. Him. What are you doing? We, we like we gonna take this loss and they just fire his ass. But they mm-hmm. did let him back to see what they turned the movie into and changed up his black ass ending with a Bigfoot. Now I did not see. I did not get to the end of the movie, so I didn't see this part because it does sound random to, considering what all came before it. Yeah, Bigfoot? Yeah. Well, you're right before it because that's not even the end of the movie. That's like the middle. Oh, really? Okay. Like right, when they go to the part where they were at the country thing, mm-hmm. then the Bigfoot thing is like right after that. Okay. Devin, it's good that you... I love that you... We didn't know that this was your favorite movie, so this is like almost perfect. I love right. this movie. That's You're why I was like, a how lot can you, of context. This is why they, they pay fuck this you. Movie? 
the big oh, bucks. I think I appreciate and this, and you know what? And I appreciate you, Devin, for that because my context is watching it today after watching this episode and aside and, see, and seeing the correlations that Donald Glover was making. So that's why my judgment is a little bit skewed. Dang. Um, you don't like, even get to see them bond on stage as he he uh, tells old girl that he was gonna uh, be on the on the uh, the stage with Powerline. He danced with a goofy. Gets him mm-hmm. on stage, and they do the perfect cast with Powerline. Mm. It's magical stuff. Mm. So, interesting. So, people in the documentary are asked whether his death was an accident, but uh, they was like, now nah, Walt Disney killed that nigga. <laughs> you saw them <laughs> so, shoes? Uh-huh. Because his car was discovered, like, after he saw the end of the movie, basically, like, he drove away, and... And the story was that he drove himself into the same lake that he took his son to go fishing in, which was the correlation between Goofy taking his son on that fishing trip. Mm-hmm. And those damn, but I, I can't even be sad because the fucking Goofy Shoot. ass by Stacey Adams. <sighs> um, but his um body was never found. And just another couple of scenes I was playing like his son. It was kind of sad when his son it was sad and funny at the same time because mm-hmm. his son was talking about that, damn, you live like, bitch, you live like this me. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that shit was, was fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, the documentary ends with his widow stating that um, that even though she was very sad when um, trying to watch the movies, but she loves them now, and his impact on the culture is still felt to this day, and remarking that he did manage to make the blackest movie of all time, which um, which is a sentiment that I know Jamil has expressed earlier, and like she heard about that. I saw that article from back in the day, um, Devin, you didn't see it, but I do think that in the co- in the context, this was. I mean, now that you say that shit. stuff, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I just I just love the movie, so I just you know. No, right. I mean that's that thing. Yeah, no, cool. I mean, yeah, you don't have to be skewed by by our by our opinion about it, but yeah, I did feel like that you you in context you could say that. Mm-hmm. Um, now let me ask y'all a question: Being the fact that this is Atlanta, um, did y'all at any point in time before? Um, it got to like the absurd stuff. Think they were telling the real story. I I knew I I mean I knew this wasn't real, but I did think that they were tying it into the Atlanta universe because you remember when they were overseas, you saw those goofy hats. Yes, yes, that's true. That is true. Um, because yeah, somebody put an image up there with um, Paperboy literally was the goof that sat mm-hmm. by the door. In, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, season three, which I thought was cool, if there was that's obviously was purposeful. It's, it, it, uh, it's uh, almost like the documentary was almost like a fever dream that um, another fever dream that um, uh, Al was having at one point. You yeah. know what I mean? Could be, could be. But honestly, um, it did make me think a lot about mm-hmm. you know how about things that I had that I had um in my mind about Goofy back when I was younger and hearing that stuff. So I did like that Donald Glover was able to put that into context but it put something that some black people had a feeling about was able to put it into some type of um context mm-hmm. and make it into like a real art piece. And that's why I love the episode. How much uh, did he yeah, have I to know. pay to use Disney's um I'm, you know what? That's a good point because I'm looking like how did he how, how did they get not get sued? 
Like <gasps> using like the Walt Disney logos mm-hmm. and, and all the font. Of the, the font, the logos, the iconography, the yeah, actual fucking the, character. And the of, clips. And, and yes, and actual Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. You know, some like I don't know. I FX wasn't just paid a lot of money like say, hey, we gonna Maybe make fun so. of you all for the worst you know, this, episode ever. <laughs> uh, you like you okay? Let me. Damn it. I'm you not said, gonna you, say it's the worst laugh. episode ever. It's not the worst episode. Yeah, I mean, it's I, by I far the worst of this season, and close to worse than all of last season. It was pretty bad to be worse than all li- of last I, season. I kept hitting the thing like, when is this shit gonna be over? Because mm-hmm. I started watching it at sevenish, and because I, I didn't even know anything about it, so I started watching it at sevenish. Uh, a young lady called me, so I paused it. I'm like, all right. Make sure I stop at eight o'clock, so I'm, I got thirty minutes. I'll finish it before the pod starts, right? And I hit, uh, I got off the phone. I'm like, holy shit! Like I'm not gonna be done in time. I'm like, how long is this episode? I'm like, god damn, how much more do I have? It to was the longest episode. Was long. the, uh, That's long. why I was oh, like, damn. what the fuck is going on? I think it was the longest episode of the series. You know, so why action. would they do it? Why, I was like, this is horrible well we did not um get any uh feedback at least on my side um did, did um our lawyer send an email um no but he also talked bad to me because i said that he was dead to me last episode he was like <laughs> oh really girl really so. <laughs> maybe he'll be a good father and you're like hey, no need to come up here and drink and drink kick it <laughs> Listen, i actually did get feedback up like bad oh oh really batman though but go ahead so uh, this is from uh, Jeremy or Jay White. Hi, Jeremy. Uh, right. Well, he said, I didn't know that they, they called it Black, a Disney movie. Uh, as we got older, like in high school and shit, he did not know that uh, the Goofy movie uh, was uh, the Black movie. I'm surprised that he did not See, know that. so, right. So, well, I don't know which Jay you think this is. Not the, this is the light skin one, not the dark skin one. Oh, I have well, two okay. I thought, was, I, thought was a, I thought it was a dark skin one. No, 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 no. He might oh, not know no. either. Oh, no. <laughs> He's probably somewhere reading a book. Jesus. <laughs> well, he is an educated Negro. But um, very much so. You can leave us feedback by emailing us at etopod at gmail.com. I repeat, etopod at gmail.com or on our voicemail line at 205-304-1655 where I would either read or play aloud on air. But as always, listeners new and recurring, we appreciate every single one of you for tuning in to us. As a favor, we do ask you to please take a couple of minutes of your time and leave us a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Five stars if you really like us. We would greatly appreciate that. It just takes a minute or two and you will be helping us out immensely by showing up for us in that way. Also, for our Spotify listeners, you can leave a star rating for us on our show page there as well. This will help new listeners find us and check us out and allow for the show to grow in popularity. So, again, we appreciate that you do that for us and we appreciate those that have already done so. You can find the show on Twitter at EditThatOut1, on Instagram at ETOPod, and now on TikTok where the cool kids are at edit that out 
We are also on the Book of Faces. If you search for Edit It Out, you will find our show page, Edit It Out with Jamil, Devin, and Jawan, and the Facebook group for Edit It Out, where you can follow and join both for content updates. And lastly, but definitely not least, you can also support us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash edit it out for as little as $2 a month where you will get all the bonus content such as casual movie reviews, ad-free episodes, and all the problematic but hilarious things that I do have to cut out of the main show feed. And Jamel may show feet. So if you can spare us a couple of bucks, we would greatly appreciate your support there as well. Thank you very, very much again for listening and thank you for your support. Listeners, with all of that being said, where can they find you, Jamel, on the Internet? You are able to find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamel Mybell. That is J-A-M-E-L-L-E-M-Y-B-E-L-L-E. If you're looking to find me on Facebook or anywhere else, you will have to pay. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Devin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Devin Lamar. With two R's. Talk about it. And you can find me on Twitter at JTD. That is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. And on TikTok at Chef JTD. Once again, we want to thank you very, very much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. And we will holler at you all next week for episode nine. FX is Atlanta. We will holler at y'all next week for that. Farewell. Nigga. Peace. Farewell. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Brian McKnight here. Uh, you know, the other day on Twitter, I was I had an idea about doing an adult mixtape. And I asked everybody on my timeline, I was like, you know, if, if I had this idea, what subject would you want me to tackle? And there were some varied sort of responses. Most people only want to hear me do one kind of song. But there's been lots of conversations I've had with men, lots of conversations I've had with women just about other sexual type things that I'd like to tackle. So I'm in the middle of writing the song and I'm going to give you a preview of what that song is. And the name of the song is If You're Ready to Learn. So let me give you what the, what the chorus is. I'm going to give you a little bit of the track. This is what I say. Let me show you how your pussy works. 